Cannot think of a better way to kick off a Friday as we are live from Riverwind Casino off Highway 9 in Norman. Then to say hello to our good friend, the man, the myth, the legend, arguably one of the busiest guys on the planet, hitting coach for the Sooner softball team, J.T. Gasso. J.T., we haven't even had a chance to talk to you since the national championship, so congratulations. What has the last month been like since you guys won a title? What's up, Mike? Um, man, it's just been go. And I've got I've got to spend some time with with the family and, and do some cool stuff. But I mean we were uh the Tuesday after the World Series, so when did it end? Friday, I think yeah. Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> we uh we had camp and then we were out on the road again and and then again the next week and we're getting ready to go here again here in a couple of days. So, yeah, it's just been, you know, go, go, go. But, um, you know, it's we, we have it well handled. We're able to still, you know, focus on what we need to do for next season while still handling this recruiting cycle. And then also, hopefully, JT, taking some moments to enjoy it as well. I mean, I know that it's it's a challenge because – you know, the recruiting cycle, you fall behind a bit by winning a national championship, so there's been people out on the road. But, I mean, I, this is very greedy of me because I want – I mean, I see the pictures. I see you being happy. I know you're uh, counting down to baby number three. I mean, have you been able to enjoy it, take some personal time? Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, we've – just there was that little uh, – you know, you have a couple lulls here and there. So, um, come – like late July, I'm basically going to be able to shut it down and uh, just be at home exclusively. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, it, it's trying to get all this done now. Not get it get it done, but you you know what I mean. Like um, we have this some of this stuff scheduled, and then you know we'll we'll be able to, at the later in the month be able to to uh, spend some time with family and and kind of take off a little bit. JT Gasso is our guest. Okay, I know everyone's got their eyes forward, but I wanted to take a moment and look back. And uh, even though we didn't get our picture on the field with the two hats, which is the ballerest move on the planet that you're able to celebrate with, uh, with two caps uh, on the field, you looked back on the careers of these seniors who moved on, and it's become one of my favorite traditions to where you'll take some time to Twitter and you'll share a story or two. You know, obviously everyone wants to know about coaching Jocelyn and, and, and helping Jocelyn and being around Jocelyn, whatever other term you want to use. But when you're going through it, it's just – I don't – this senior class as a whole, and I feel like I say this every year, which is a credit to the development and the, and the recruiting, but this senior class, JT, made such an impact. And maybe three of the biggest impact were made by players who weren't here from day one, right? To see the way that you're able to acclimate tail and snow one year for, you know, what – what we saw in the circle one year, a couple of years from Jana Johns. I mean, hope was incredible. It's just, how are you able, what is it about this softball program that is, that allows these transfers to matriculate themselves so smoothly? And I know it's not easy, but what appears to be with so much ease into what you guys want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I think with that, you know, this program and just kind of the stuff that, that it's about, it, it attracts the right people. And I, I think, you know, everyone wants a, wants a piece of what we're doing and, and like that. But 
um, I know that we were able to connect. There's a certain type of, of kid that we connect with that that can just step in from day one and just, you know, do their thing and, and really buy into uh, to what we have going on. So with, uh, with Nina, it was one of those things where I felt like she's been a Sooner since she was, you know, we've known her for so long. And it was just when she stepped in, it was just right away. Like, you know, she, she fit same thing with, with Jana. And um, I think it's, it's more about the less about, um, you know, the, the performance stuff and more about the fit culturally and about the people that are around, that are around them. We've had some phenomenal people around them to kind of ease them in. And I know, you know, you talk about this year's fresh, uh, this year's, super seniors, but I mean, last year's with Nicole Mendez, um, you know, she's always been someone that can like bring people in. And, and before that, Sid and Shay and CC, Vale, all the, all them. So it's, it's kind of like the tradition of the seniors taking in a group and, and taking them under their wing. And then it's just, you know, it's just something that we look to uh, continue as the years go on. What was it like coaching Jocelyn as you look back now and you have a little bit of kind of separation from it? Pretty amazing to see how big of a student of the game that she de- she became and obviously developed into such a diverse hitter. Yeah, and uh, it, it, was, it was funny because she's always been a, a really good hitter, powerful hitter, but I think she knew she had some holes and flaws, and when she – and maybe they were super minor, but I know from day one that she just wanted to, to get better. And I think, um, you know, going back to the, the people that were around her, the kids, Shays, Follies, and, and, uh, even she, you know, you, you know, what's crazy is you think about, it, she played a year with Paige Parker, you know, so she, she had some phenomenal people around her to kind of help her navigate, you know, college and, and, you know, keep her mindset and the the places that she needed to be to compete. And then from there, it was just really cool just to see her develop and, and grow and want to be a student of the game. And now with the, you know, the NIL stuff, become a boss lady and, and basically run, she's running her own brand, her own business yes. and doing all those cool things um, like that. So, yeah, it's just, it's one of those stories where it's, you know, it sounds cliche, but it's out. It's, you want the people to develop, you know, off the field and develop as adults and go into the real world, able to handle themselves. And here she is doing exactly that. So um, it's it's one of those cool stories that we're all just really happy to be a part of. A couple more with JT Gasso, hitting coach for the Sooners after their fourth national championship in the last six years. So what is it like? You finish the season, you have a camp. Are you out on the recruiting trail? You guys have a class that's pretty pretty solid already in place for 2024 and beyond. Uh, how much had, obviously, two players from the portal, rumors of maybe even more, JT? What is the start of the offseason like? Is it immediately hitting the road and going to as many tourneys as you can, uh, uh, seeing as many people as you can? Is it watching tape? What's the start of the postseason like for you? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. When this every year, it's just like, what was it like when you won? Uh, and I'll tell you, you know, we won. Um, it was fun. And then, you know, 30 minutes 
because uh, well, we were all on the field. Forty minutes after the last pitch, I'm in the car with Andrea driving home. You know, like I mean, it's just, and then an hour later, you're you're driving from the hotel. So it's just one of those things where it's, where it's really fun, but then it just, you know. I'm not saying it in a bad way, but I'm just saying it's it's you, you take it all in and it's really fun when it's happening, but um, it just stops. Right, so then the next day yeah. it's like up and you're back in your room and or back in your house, and you know kids are are waking you up. Like, hey, like this, you know, twelve hours ago or whatever, we were, um, you know, was the last out. But I failed that because um, we we definitely do reflect, but we also know that we have other jobs that we've got to do, and um, you know, making sure that we're bringing in the right. Sooners and the, the right people into the program is, is part of it. So that's something that we pride ourselves on. And we, we just, we're really trying to just find the right people. And however they, that may be, we're, that, that's what we're, uh, we're trying to do. So we've been out on the road the past couple weeks. Um, we go in here, like I said, in a couple days. And there's just tournaments all summer. So uh, just trying to keep up with those and just really have a plan of, of how we're going to attack it is, is, you know, what we we try and set in place before the season ends. So that way, when the season starts, we're just we're way ahead of it and um, can do the things that we're need to do. So with that in mind, uh, we can talk about one new addition, Alina Torres, the all-Pac-12 transfer from Arizona State. JT, what kind of stood out in your mind when you started uh, imagining her in a Sooner uniform? Where do you kind of see her role, and what drew you to want to bring her to Norman? Yeah, so one of the things is you can't – it's really hard to teach competitiveness, you know. So she is a ultra-competitor. And she does it the right way. She is. She's a gamer. She um, she does all the like all the uh, intangibles. She has them. And so you know, and what what I really really uh, locked into was that she's she's progressed over the years. And I remember seeing her, um, and she was a really good athlete. She's just kept getting better and better and better. So. Um, you know, she has a, a really awesome family, really great family uh, in her life, and and I know that we're all excited to have her in, and she's excited to uh, to get going. It, it's just you know, one after another, these kids just come in ready to compete and get after it, and uh, that kind of makes our job a lot easier when you have someone who's just hungry, you know, and, and it's almost like, hey, we got to find ways to keep feeding, keep feeding, keep feeding, but. Uh, but, yeah, she's going to fit in great and be a, a good addition to this to this team. So, JT, I have uh, to let you go, uh, uh, maybe maybe more of an airport conversation, but I at least want to start it here. And it has nothing to do with the Jets or training camp. It has everything to do with roster management. So right. I'll look at a softball roster, right? And, obviously, uh, large numbers last year because of COVID and extra years and beyond. So you'll see, okay, five Sooners graduated, and maybe you see a couple that have gone into the portal. There are six or seven spots. Is that how you guys look at it, that, okay, we have five, five people we need to, to replace, where are our, our seven total numbers? I mean, how, what's the numbers game like for you when it comes to roster management and how you kind of view that between yourself, Coach Rocha, and, and Coach? So um, 
what you're going to have to do is go into your phone and find the other gasso to, uh, <laughs> that is, you know, you are, you're asking the, the, you're asking the white house janitor about, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm trying to get the nuclear codes from the, uh, from the press secretary is what's going on right from, here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, janitor. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's, it's, it's just different. I'll, I'll bug Patty about it. But then in a final thought, from that perspective, I know you, you keep that close eye on the offense and then obviously the outfield. You excited about some of the progress you saw from a Hannah core? Because, I mean, obviously Alyssa Brito looked great in the outfield and developed, right? But, man, uh, I remember watching Hannah Core in the Alliance and watching her in some practice. I think she's got potential out there. You know, I, I don't know what position you see some of those other freshmen potentially being in, but, but – when you think about someone like Core, do you see her factoring in in the future, especially with what she can provide defensively in the outfield? Uh, 100%. And that's, that's the thing that we're, we're getting to is everyone on the roster is going to contribute and expected to contribute. Um, and what's awesome about Hannah Core's development is, you know, she, she'll even tell you that when she came into, um, when she came into college, she was not comfortable hitting. She was, she would come up and I mean, just between, like, I could I could see it, but it was something that she really had to go through to, to learn about. So um, she went from maybe not being as comfortable to now she's like, yeah, I feel really good at the plate. I'm, and she's leading uh, the Florida Gulf Coast League in doubles, you know. So um, that, that's that been, I know, really good for, for her and, and Q. And um, I think something that doesn't get enough, talk about is Sophia Nugent playing with playing men's fast pitch this summer. That is, has been a crazy, awesome story. Um, wow. That she, that she, yeah, like playing men's fast pitch, right. And like having success and like playing with them, you know? So, um, it's been really cool to see those guys, um, develop and take ownership for how they want their careers to be. But, um, you know, Hannah, just kind of going back to your question, Hannah Core is going to be someone that definitely contributes in, uh, in more ways than, than just one. All right, and then finally, what, are we count down to August for baby number three, and you guys are not – you're not knowing the sex before the baby is born, right? Are we still on that front or no? Well, um, I mean, we're not – we know, but we're just not, like, very social media-y gotcha. about it. You know, we're, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, I tell people that this season was so much, um, it, it felt easy because I was so worried about having three kids this year that I, I didn't even think about the season because that's <laughs> going from man to stone is going to be wild. I love it. I love it. You're the man. JT, congrats. I'm glad we finally had a chance to catch up. Uh, and I'm so pumped for you and, and Dre. It's just awesome. I can't wait to see the third baby Gasso. And hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to you again soon, man. Enjoy some time off here in a few weeks. Thanks, Plank. Great talking to you as always. Enjoy Riverwind. Man, yes. I might go ch- ch- out over there. Right, come check it out. We, we, I've got you covered, man. <laughs> JT. Oh, uh, good stuff. See ya. <laughs> see you, buddy. They actually – I haven't got all my copy points, but I will say that I'm looking at this twenty three ninety nine buffet. And knowing that I haven't eaten, I might just go power through that bad boy here during the next break. All right, listen, it's 919. Not a bad way to start a Friday. We'll welcome in the crew next. Uh, Josh and Pierce in on a Friday. It's the Plank Show live from Riverwind Casino on the ref.